I'm your host, Jerrica, and welcome to She Has a Name Too, the show where we discuss the individuality of moms. Motherhood is an honorable and full-time job, but between the dishes and diapers lies a woman with her own hopes and dreams. Here we discuss the woman behind her title, Mother. Today, Andrea is joining me for a Christmas special. We're talking about our favorite holiday traditions and setting goals for the new year. I would not listen to this episode with children around. We do discuss the behind the scenes of the holidays. Hi everyone, and welcome to the last episode of season two. I cannot believe it. This this fall has been so fun, and I couldn't have done it without the support of you, the listeners, and all of the amazing women who have joined me on this season. Thank you so much. Just really quick before we get started, if you aren't following me on Instagram yet, please go and do so at she has a name too. This winter, um, while I'm prepping for season three, I will also be very active on Instagram, showing you throwbacks from this season, sharing sneak peeks for next season, and there will be never before seen content that will only be available on Instagram. Yes, there will be bloopers, so go ahead and follow me at she has a name too. Um, with all of that being said, I am so excited to have my sweet sister-in-law Andrea back on the show for this Christmas special. Um, we we were gonna get together uh, just last week, but with the pandemic and the shutting down of California again, we had to cancel our trip. So. Thanks to modern technology, we can still chat. So thank you, Andrea, for coming on and recording with me. Yes, thanks for having me again. Um, Okay, so today let's talk about Christmas traditions. Um, I wanted to ask you, first of all, what are some of your favorite holiday traditions from growing up? Um, So one of my absolute favorites um, that we didn't do every year as um, when I was growing up, but um, is the Christmas jammies. And um, being able to pull those out and feel like this, that is your Christmas jammies to wear on Christmas morning. Um, I've had my son now for, this is his third Christmas. And so this is also his third year with Christmas jammies. <laughs> so I'm so excited to pass that on to my, to my family and um, to incorporate that into, into my life. That's such a fun tradition. We've done that like kind of on and off too. But I've heard of some families who do Christmas jammies on like December 1st. They have an elf bring them. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I like just learned about that this year. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Kind of. And then you like wear your Christmas jammies for the 25 days leading up to Christmas. See, I I was thinking recently, I thought, well, maybe it would be cool to pull those out like on Thanksgiving night, you know, to kind of like welcome in the holiday. I I mean, you know, like I guess the Christmas season (laughs) Um, because Thanksgiving is definitely holiday as well. (laughs) But but I just, I was thinking maybe that would be fun is, is to start maybe doing that. Um, lately I've just kind of been making sure to, or the past, this is my third year, the past uh, few years, I've just made sure that to have them on Christmas morning. (laughs) So I don't know. We'll see what happens. That would be a really good idea to like, because I feel like after Thanksgiving, it just kind of like goes right into Christmas. Um, especially for me because, 
like in Canada, we don't wait until American Thanksgiving to put up Christmas lights. <laughs> Usually, I mean, like, you know, we don't have American Thanksgiving. So Thanksgiving is before Halloween in Canada. And so like after Halloween, the next holiday is like the next big holiday is Christmas. But we do also celebrate Remembrance Day or what is Veterans Day here in the U.S. And so a lot of people will wait until after November 11th, um, like to show respect for the veterans. Some people like Halloween night, like put away the candy and put up their Christmas lights. Like, <laughs> oh my goodness, that's different. I I didn't know that. Yeah. So so for me, like American Thanksgiving is like okay, I can start the Christmas now. Like. I'm in full Christmas mode now. Yes. (laughs) Well, you know, when I was growing up, um, we would always put up the Christmas decorations right after Thanksgiving, either like the day after or at least that that weekend. Um, And I have carried that on um, myself, like literally as soon as Thanksgiving is over, I am getting those Christmas decorations up. Yeah. I'm not going to wait. <laughs> I yeah, love no. Christmas too much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this year, like, so usually I'm pretty good about, like, letting my husband, like, we'll wait until after American Thanksgiving. Like, that's okay. But, like, this year, I could not wait. Like, I think I put them up, like, November 3rd because I was just, like, I was, like, I need happiness right now. Like, I was, like, this year sucks, so... <laughs> That's funny that you say that because because this year in particular, because of all this pandemic stuff going on, um, I did put my tree up a week before Thanksgiving because I was like, you know what? This year has been so crappy that we need something happy around the house. Kind of the same along the lines of what you were thinking. like, Mm -hmm. And so we put the tree up a week early than I would have normally done it. So, yeah. Uh, this year's just been weird, but mm-hmm. uh, it's it's helped to have some cheery lights in the house. Yeah, for sure. And I'm not sick of it. Like normally by mid December, I'm like, okay, I'm done with like the Christmas thing, you know. But mostly Christmas music, I get tired of pretty quick. But this year, I'm just like, nope, let's keep it going. Like I might just keep it all up until mid January. Just kidding. (laughs) But maybe the lights. (laughs) The tree will have to come down, though, because Ivy is obsessed with it. Yeah. (laughs) I put Tyson's little ornaments on the bottom. Hopefully he'll stick to playing with those. Luckily, he kind of loses interest after a while. So because my son is two, almost three... (laughs) I had to put a few tester presents out, okay, thinking, okay, so I need to make sure that he's not going to open these when I'm not around. (laughs) So I put a few presents under the tree that I was okay if he opened. And um, luckily, he's been doing really good. So I went ahead and wrapped a few more and put a few more under and then a few more a couple days later. And so far, it's been okay. (laughs) That's good. Yeah, Ivy doesn't touch them either, which I was, like, really surprised about, but I guess she just doesn't know that there are toys inside. Yeah, that's kind of what I assume, too, is he just doesn't know. 
Yeah. As we've gotten like more presents, I try to put, I actually try to put the big ones on the outside so that it's harder for her to reach the tree. Oh, smart. And then, yeah. So, but she does have like one ornament in particular that she's always like grabbing and going, soft, soft. It's oh, so cute. So sweet. <laughs> so I'm sweet. Like, All right. I wanted to mention one of our favorite Christmas traditions, which I don't know if it should be classified favorite in quotations. Um, but every single Christmas season since 2013, I have moved. And this year is no exception. So we're moving again. <gasps> what? And I don't think you know this yet. <laughs> I don't think I do. This sounds like new news. Yeah. Uh, so we're moving to Memphis, Tennessee. You are not. Stop yeah, it. Yeah, we are. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Oh. Wow. That totally yeah. blew me away. Holy cow. I'm so glad I got your reaction recorded because it's just yeah. that's a great reaction. Oh my gosh. I cannot believe this. I'm definitely yeah. coming to visit you. I always you wanted to go down there. I'm serious. <laughs> okay, next summer, when everyone has the vaccine, knock on wood. <laughs> yeah. Come visit us. Yeah. Yes. Oh, oh my goodness. I, I'm seriously, for real, probably going to come down there. The, f- the flights from Portland to Memphis are not too much more expensive than the flights from Portland to uh, LA. So they aren't too bad. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm definitely going to fly. There's no way I'm going to drive. <laughs> I'm not driving that. <laughs> Obviously, moving out there, like we have to drive our car out there and it's going to be a 26-hour drive with a two-year-old. <gasps> oh, wow. <So>. Bless <laughs> you. Oh, my goodness. So anyway, but that is like a tradition that... We have accidentally done every single year since 2013. So, yeah, but you're you, you're not moving until next year, right? Well, we're no, we're moving in a couple weeks. <gasps> what? Oh my goodness! This is so this is so like unexpected. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness! It was unexpected for us too. Yeah. So. Hey, but you got to do what you got to do, and I'm so happy for you guys. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's pretty exciting. Kind of scary, but exciting. Yeah. And, um, yeah. I hope that this is not a Christmas tradition that we keep up. Um, <laughs> I'm, like, so done with moving. So done. Yeah, I don't blame you. I don't blame you one bit. <laughs> um, but one other Christmas tradition, like, for real, that we love to do for fun um, that I wanted to talk about was um, that the first year that we were married in 2015, we bought a couple board games in November when Target had their, like, buy two, get one sale. Mm -hmm. Um, And we just decided that that would be a tradition that we'd continue. So every year around Thanksgiving... Conveniently, Target has the sale. <laughs> so, oh. yeah, so we um, buy a new board game or two or three sometimes because we love board games. 
and and then we like play them through the holidays so we like usually we would bring them to all our family gatherings um obviously this year it's just gonna be our board game to keep us busy while we're in lockdown um but yeah, it's really fun, and I hope that as our kids like get a little bit older, we'll adapt the tradition and like start wrapping the games, um, so that we can like open them after Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, that would be so fun! Yeah, yeah. So that's the idea. Um, but sometimes I look at those like kids' games, like the, you know, like the five to ten year old games, mm-hmm. or like the three to seven or whatever, and I'm like. <sighs> Do we have to? (laughs) I don't know. So if you guys have any good suggestions for, like, good kid board games um, or card games, like, let me know. Please let me know. (laughs) You know, Tyson has this cute little, I know it's not really a game, but for Ivy's age, it would be kind of like a game. But he has these little, um, it's like a, it's a, it's a pretty hefty thing of wood or something anyway. And then there's, you have to match the animals and it makes noise and it's really cute. Um, but it's, it's kind of like a puzzle, I guess, but you're matching oh. and you mm-hmm. have, you know, you have to, I could send you a picture of it. It's so, it's hard for me to explain, but, um, okay. but it's so, it's, it's kind of game quote unquote, I guess for a little toddler. <laughs> Yeah, send that over to me because I seriously, like, need good suggestions that yeah. aren't going to drive me crazy either. <laughs> well, luckily, there's an on-off switch, so you can play oh, with okay, noise good. or without noise. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, let's talk about those on-off switches. Um, noisy toys. <laughs> I am so grateful for all of the gifts that, like, grandparents send and, and like, great-grandparents send. So, so grateful. But, um, but I was, like, looking around our toys the other day, and I was realizing, like, I have not bought my child a single noisy toy. Like, they're all from grandparents. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so, anyway, I think that's great, but I'm, like, like, I... I don't mind the noisy toys, um, but it's just funny to me that, like, I think my dad does it purposely. Like, That's funny. <laughs> he gets, like, the noisiest toy possible. Oh, well, I was just going to mention that this Christmas um, I purposely got a few toys that don't have batteries in them. <laughs> so that's funny that you, you mentioned the the on-off switches and stuff like that because you know I I don't know if I did it so much on purpose as when I was looking at toys I just thought oh this will be really nice and probably pretty quiet and you know because because I have a lot of toys that have noise and sometimes I you know after a while you're just okay I need you to take a nap I need you (laughs) let's do some quiet time let's read a book (laughs) let's do something else (laughs) Yeah, so take out the batteries mm-hmm. <laughs> or make sure your toy has an on-off switch. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there was one thing that I wanted to talk about. And if you have children listening, you probably should pause it here and wait until they're not listening. But um, here's your warning. 
spoiler alert, pause. If you have not paused by this point, it's too late. We're going into it. Okay, so let's talk. Let's talk about Santa. <laughs> um, so I love Santa. Um, like growing up, it was just so, I think my mom did a really great job at like instilling the magic of Santa. Um, I believed in Santa until I was like 10 years old. <laughs> oh, that's good. Your mom did well then. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure my younger brother who is going to be editing this, he told me like, <laughs> so yeah, I was like super naive. I loved the idea of Santa. But one thing that my mom did once once we found out that there was no Santa, that he was mm -hmm. a tradition and not an actual person who broke into your house, which like by the time I was 10, that was really creepy to me. So I think that's kind of how I like started figuring it out. But so once we figured out that Santa wasn't real, she would my mom would um include us in the Santa giving. So I have, I have six younger siblings and she would get us to like, I mean, she would buy like all the stuff, but Christmas Eve, she would let us help stuff the stockings oh, fun. for each of our siblings. And so this tradition like has just continued and I just absolutely love it. Like it is, one of my favorite parts about Christmas is, like, giving without the child, like, knowing who gave them the gift. You know, like, thinking that it's Santa. So, anyway, I'm just so excited to, like, play Santa this year and that, like, Ivy's two and she's starting to, like, recognize Santa. Like, I point him out. Like, all our neighbors, like, have little Santas up and, you know, whatever. And I'll, like, point him out. And so she recognizes, like, what Santa looks like now. Anyway, so I wanted to just throw that out there for you, like, moms who have multiple kids. Maybe some kids who are, like, figuring it out. I don't know. That just made it more magical, like, once I was doing the giving as well, like, playing Santa. I, on, I, I'm not going to lie. I cannot tell you exactly when I stopped believing in Santa um, I had to have been pretty young because I really don't remember it. <laughs> um, but even even though I did not believe in Santa, uh, my mom would still say, <laughs> you have to be good or else Santa's not bringing a gift. And even though I didn't believe in Santa, um, I knew that I would not get a gift from Santa <laughs> if I was bad in any way. <laughs> I mean, obviously, it's kind of a tactic that parents use but are you really not going to give your kid a present I don't know I don't know any parent that's that's not given their kid a Santa gift I think that's really interesting actually that you bring that up um the other day I so I follow um these there are a couple women on Instagram who have an account um called it's at big little feelings and it is awesome like I love their account and you've most of our listeners like you guys have probably heard of it um anyway they're fantastic I love how real they are but they talked about that like about um 
like saying, oh, if you're bad, like you won't get a gift. And they talk a lot about like discipline and things. And basically their main thing was like, okay, be consistent, right? Like if you say that, like follow through, right? Um, because like, because if you say like, oh, you're not going to get a gift from Santa, like Santa's watching, you know, you're not going to get a gift, whatever. Um, and your kid continues to be bad and then you give them a gift on Christmas, like that only teaches them that they're going to get a gift regardless. And then the next year it's totally ineffective. So while I think that can be like a really good temporary fix, um, I just thought it was really interesting and that's why I want to like throw it out there. Um, take it with a grain of salt, if you will, (laughs) whatever, but, um, yeah, just, like, be consistent. Like, if you're, if you threaten to put coal in their stocking, like, my, my stepmom growing up, she always, like, threatened to put coal in our stockings or, like, that Santa would and he never did, you know, but, um, but I think it would have been, like, more effective if one morning we did wake up on Christmas morning and, like, had coal in our stockings, you know? (laughs) So, I'm just saying, like, follow through, be consistent. Yeah, well, and the same goes for a a reward in a way. Um, Like, just an example of of my life today, I put my son down for a nap so that I could record this lovely episode. And, um, And when I was tucking him in, I said... If you don't take a night night, we won't go on a walk, you know, and on on what you promise, I guess, or what you tell your kid you're going to do, you know, so we he is asleep. So we will be going on a walk later this afternoon. Yeah, so that's it kind of is like you have to follow through on on not just your disciplines, but what you will reward, I guess, in a way, your child. Yeah. So with Christmas season, like it's so easy to just say things like, okay, well, no Christmas dessert or, like, no staying up late with your cousins or, you know, but it's, like, okay, follow through with those things, right? We gotta, you know, we have, we need to be consistent so that our kids, like, take us seriously, but, but it is hard, like, because, I mean, I know it's hard, like, I mean, Ivy's two, and so she just, like, she's not, she's not even two yet, really. She's almost two. So, she doesn't understand, like, no presents on Christmas. So, that's, like, not a threat that I could really use right now anyway. Um, Right? Like, that's just, like, she doesn't comprehend, like, what Christmas Day is. Right? Like, we were saying, like, like, she doesn't pick at the presents, right? Right. Exactly. I mean, my son is, he's almost three, and he... It doesn't even quite, I think he does a little, but I I just, I don't, sometimes, like, he, he loves the tree, and that he's associated with Christmas, and, and, but, but I just, I don't, I really don't think that he quite remembers what last Christmas was like, um, you know, it's hard, it's hard to say what he does and doesn't remember, because I don't know, but, you know, I, I I don't even know if he fully grasps the Santa thing either, because, I mean, he knows who Santa is, 
I can show him a picture and he says, oh, that's Santa. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But he might not like understand the concept of like Santa bringing gifts. Right. Um, Right. And so that too, I think just like keeping that in mind as far as like discipline goes, like what is the age of your child too, right? Like what is, Mm -hmm. what are they actually going to understand as a consequence? Speaking of age of children, (laughs) I have to share this really cute story. And this is going to be a little bit longer of an episode. So I apologize, guys. But I have to share this cute story about Santa and my little sister, who at the time was three. Um, I was, well, I guess she would have been, she would have been four. So I was 18. Um, and like I said, I'm, I'm the oldest of seven and our family had kind of like hit a rough spot that year, um, financially. And so I was working this full-time job and I really wanted to like provide the same kind of magical Christmas Um, for my younger siblings that we had experienced before. And so earlier in the Christmas season, my stepdad had dressed up as Santa Claus for like a church activity. And my four-year-old sister like knew that, right? Like she knew that the Santa who was at church was actually her dad. And, And anyway, so I got... Um, my dad to dress up as Santa and bring all these gifts that I had purchased for my siblings. Um, and I got myself a couple gifts too, so that it, you know, wasn't obvious. Um, but I had my dad dress up as Santa and come over to my mom's house and deliver these gifts. And my four-year-old sister in her like squeaky, we called it her ducky voice, like from Land Before Time. You know how ducky sounds mm-hmm. if you ever watch Land Before Time. Super cute. Um, super cute, like high pitched. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she's like, Dad, you know, and she's just like telling my dad, you know, she's like, I know that's you, Dad, you know. And then my stepdad comes around the corner, her dad, and he's like, What? I'm right here. And the look on her face. Oh. Like, her jaw just dropped, and she was just like, Santa! Oh, my god! She was so excited. Like, she could not believe that the real Santa was there. Oh, that's so... Like, delivering gifts on Christmas Eve. That's so cute. And so, it was just like, like, that is, like, my favorite memory of all my Christmases growing up. Um, I really think, like no matter what kind of Santa tradition or Christmas tradition or holiday tradition, whatever, that magic is there. Um, And I I think it just all comes from love, like how much we love our families. And the kids just, I mean, eat it up. That's super sweet. (laughs) Okay, so I don't really have a good transition here, but let's talk about New Year's because that is a week after Christmas. Mm -hmm. And this is our last episode until the spring. So let's talk about New Year's and how awesome 2021 is going to be. Yes. (laughs) And hopefully a lot less in the house than (laughs) not seeing people. Yeah. Um, We can hope, but let's not like get too excited. Okay, everyone. (laughs) 
Okay, so I wanted to ask you, if did you make any 2020 New Year's resolutions? Um, I do have one in particular um, that is going to sound so dumb because I feel like it's everybody's. Um, but this last year, um, I honestly, so I normally have a pretty good workout routine that I stick to. Um, and this last year, honestly, I just haven't. I, I, I don't know. I, I think it's a lot of things combined kind of in my personal life as well as um, just everything going on in the world right now. Um, but I do plan to pick that back up and try to be very consistent and, um, you know, not super hard on myself, um, but but just start incorporating it back into my routine and being more, you know, aware of it, I guess. Yeah, I had that goal for 2020 and it just like fell off a cliff in March. So (laughs) yeah, I mean, honestly, a lot of the stuff that I had planned for 2020 did not happen. I, I really had a rough year personally, um, as well as just, you know, obviously all the stuff that affects everybody, the pandemic and, and things like that. Um, but wow, this this was a hard year personally and with everything else. Yeah. So um, I guess my question is like, how like how do you plan on making like you know, those New Year's resolutions from 2020 were so hard to, like, get done, you know. Um, If this continued, like, do you think that, do you feel like maybe you could still, like, live up to those New Year's resolutions, like, accomplish those goals that you set for 2020? Like, do you know what I'm asking? Like, yes. (laughs) Like, 2020 was so hard. It was a roller coaster. Like, a lot of us had depression. A lot of us, like, lost our jobs or I mean you know we had all sorts of like other personal things going on um and I know you did too and so like for 2021 like regardless of the pandemic like because it's still gonna like keep going (laughs) yeah (laughs) for a little while right it's not like January 1st is gonna be gone come and it's like okay it's over right you know unfortunately Um, yeah but like how do you how do you intend to like implement your 2021 new year's resolutions like despite the pandemic you know um honestly I think having a perspective of you can't put life on pause just because of a pandemic I mean yeah it's, it's not fun to have be going through a pandemic but but life does go on And, you know, how do you want to shape your future? Um, You know, you can't just keep putting your future on pause. You got to move forward and and keep working towards goals. And and while this year with everybody, I I mean, I'm not going to lie, I was slammed. (laughs) And as well as I'm sure a lot of people, I'm sure there was lots of of loneliness and depression and, and things like that this year. Um, uh, but I think moving forward into 2021, you know, self-care is so important and, 
and trying to look on the positive side of things and, and say, look, yes, we have a pandemic going on, but wow, it's such a beautiful day. Let's let's go on a walk. Let's go get some fresh air. Let's listen to our favorite song. Let's, you know what I mean? I mean, there are things, life goes on and life is, we're still here. So let's not be quite so, you know, down, I guess. Um, I guess that's what I'm trying to say is just have a, just maybe a, maybe a more positive outlook. Yeah. I really like that. That was really just super well said. I totally agree. Like just having a positive attitude about, you know, okay, the pandemic is probably going to keep going. Moving forward with, you know, obviously still like being safe and being cautious and being mindful of other people around you too. Like, okay, cool. You got the vaccine, but like you still shouldn't cough on people. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so be mindful. Um, but also like just move forward with like hope for the future. I think that is just the biggest thing. Like with us moving to Memphis, like that just gives us so much hope for the future not that southern california is bad like it's fine it's fine (laughs) but like but it's a step forward for us do you know what i mean and so it's like it's a new thing it's a new adventure and it's just us moving forward right and so every like christmas and new year's i move and so i feel like there's always this new beginning at the beginning of the year it's so easy for us to like get caught in this like rut of like year after year after year like oh wow suddenly five years have gone by you know and so I guess what I want to talk about today is like just okay we're moms in the middle of a pandemic and life is like really hard right now you know like some some of you listeners like might be a mom that's working from home and trying to homeschool your kids, like, because the state shut down schools or whatever, like, your life might be really crazy right now. Um, But I think as we, like, go into 2020, like, focusing on our self-care, for sure, (laughs) whether that's, like, exercise or, like, taking a bath once a week or, Um, like recently I started buying like those little facial things for at home and I'm just like, okay, just need something, you know, that lets me pretend that I'm at the spa. (laughs) We will get through this. You know, see, I I guess what I have kind of started to do is, is be like, okay, you know, what do I want in the future? What do I want my life to look like? And so what do I need to do now to, to get there? And, you know, I think that it's important to kind of be working towards something. And that also helps with mood and um, feeling good about yourself is is always working towards kind of an end goal. (laughs) And um, at least that's what I've done. Um, You know, I I kind of have had it with this whole year. (laughs) And um, two weeks ago, I... I went and chopped all my hair off and I, and I said, I need a change. I need something new. I need something to feel good about myself. I need, you know, and I just knew that I needed that. 
And so I did. And now I have this really fun new hairstyle and I love it. And it just kind of makes me feel like, okay, you know, I'm going to be all right. (laughs) Yeah, something as simple as like a hairstyle change can go so far as long as it's a good one. Yes. <laughs> I've had I've had my fair share of bad haircuts in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's definitely it's definitely just kind of helped me feel like, oh, okay, you know, some normalcy in a way of of you know, I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense, but just to feel like, hey, you know, this this gives me something to look forward to every day. I guess is you know, a fun new haircut or, you know, I've continued on with school despite the pandemic. I've been able to do it online and that's helping me reach my goal of getting an associate's degree. And um, that's also something I've been working on. And I think carrying these goals into 2021 with kind of a, a more positive mindset instead of a, oh, this year has been horrible, all this kind of stuff. And um, I think it's helpful for our for um having a healthier mindset like this year i think a lot of us have experienced an amplified amount of having to take care of others um like i have a lot of friends who are working from home and have toddlers and trying to just balance all of that um and i just think like Going into 2021, like, one of my goals is to, like, focus a little bit more on myself, which, like, sounds so selfish, but, like, but, like, you were saying, right, like, self-care, like, getting your associate's degree, like, having goals that, like, move you forward, right? Because our kids are going to see that. Mm-hmm. Our kids are going to see, like, how driven we are in our goal setting, how driven we are in our careers, or um, in, like any like DIY projects like maybe DIY is your thing like your kids are going to see that and and they're going to see like the time that you invest in yourself to be a better person um I read somewhere recently that um and please don't take offense to this at all like I don't mean this in any bad way to any moms like I believe in however you parent is how you should do it. Like, if it's best for your family, you do it, right? No one can tell you what's best for inside the walls of your home. Um, But I did hear a statistic the other day that, like, working moms spend more quality time with their kids than stay-at-home moms um, because stay-at-home moms will spend the quantity of time And so often, like, I've experienced this as a, a, I'm a stay-at-home mom, and I feel, like, burnt out. Like, I get into these, like, ruts of, like, of burnout. Yes, I I understand. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) and I feel like a lot of, like, my my time with my daughter is just quantity and not so much, like, one-on-one quality time. Um, And so that's one of my goals this year is, like, to spend more quality time with Ivy. And that doesn't mean that I have to spend eight hours a day of quality time with her, right? Like, doing puzzles and 
whatever I'm allowed to still do things for myself but like I don't know I just feel like when we do take the time to take care of ourselves we allow space for that like really good quality time with our kids yes I I definitely agree with that and that doesn't mean like that does not mean that I'm gonna go get a job or that I you know I don't I don't think that a working mom or a stay-at-home mom I don't think one or the other is like the right way by any means because it's it's all up to you it is 100% like your choice your personality like what works for you and your family um and especially like financially what works for you and your family too right um but it does like I don't know that's just one of my goals for next year is to like have more quality time for myself and therefore more quality time for my daughter if that makes sense I like that no I like that that makes sense that's that's awesome you know, I'm going to totally switch gears just a tiny bit oh, yeah, here, do. but, um, <laughs> but, um, uh, honestly, this, this is going to sound funny, but one of my goals for 2021 mm-hmm. is, is, is just to date <laughs> because I haven't like had the motivation to date. And I don't know if it's part, I, I'm sure it's just everything, you know, it's, just everything all combined but um honestly it, that's one of my goals is to actually try to get out there talk to people <laughs> like oh I know it sounds funny but but I've honestly avoided it and I haven't um had the motivation to do it um but mm-hmm. um I guess that's why I like your um what you said about having self-care because that. That's so good for, for everybody, um, and moms need it. Um, but, but being able to kind of set some time aside for myself, um, kind of in a way, I guess, prepares me for, um, dating because dating is such a huge thing. You know, it's, it's, it's like, cause I want to be ready um, myself. And so I, I need to like think seriously about, okay, who am I and what am I looking for? Um, but with it have been such a hard year this year personally and all that good stuff. Um, I honestly haven't, I mean, I feel like I have been working on all of that, but at the same time, I haven't like put it all together for dating because I haven't been focused on that. I just been focused on me and and being a mom and, um, you know, but I feel like when you're, you're dating, you kind of are out there, not as a mom. I mean, you are, but I mean, you kind of put up a, you know, it's like, okay, you know, I want them to know who I am, you know? I don't know. I don't know if any of this is making sense, but, but, um, as silly as it sounds, one of my goals is just to date. No, I think that's a great goal. And I think you have a really good point too. Like, but it's important. I think what you're saying, like, 
you know, in your case, it is like dating other guys, you know, you're not married. So you're trying to find like a spouse, a partner, right? And, and that's really great. But I think exactly what you're saying is applicable to married women as well. Because like, I mean, I've heard from so many people like that marriage satisfaction has gone down this year. Like when you're trapped at home with like the same three people all day, <laughs> I I mean, I'm sure you know, right? Like, you know, being at home, right? And it's, it's hard. And so I think like dating, whether, I mean, if if you're married, you're going to date your spouse. Like, don't go date other people. <laughs> but, like, but dating is such an important part of our life. And, and yeah, like, what you were saying about um, you're kind of showing up as yourself and not as a mom. Like, you know, you're putting different parts of yourself out there. Yes. Yes. That's what I was, I was trying to point that out as, as, you know, dating you, I mean, yes, I'll always be a mom and I would want whoever I would date to, you know, if I were to potentially get serious with anyone, I would want them to see that too. Obviously, I'd want them to see the mom in me and, and, and things like that. But but I, I'm also a person too, you know, and I I would want somebody to get to know me and, and as, as me, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I think... I think that's a great way to end like everything that you said about setting goals for 2021 and like being yourself and taking care of yourself and like I I really wholeheartedly hope that you can achieve your your new year's resolutions. I love everything that you said about setting goals and moving forward confidently and happily like into 2021. So Thank you for joining me on this episode. I know it was so much longer than the normal ones, but I think we just had a fantastic talk and I am so, so grateful for your participation in this. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for listening. Join the conversation and stay up to date on Instagram and Twitter at she has a name too. She Has a Name Too is a production of Mecca Radio. I, Jerrica Dennison, was your host and was joined by my sister-in-law, Andrea Brown. Huge thank you to my husband, Ryan, who entertains our baby while I record. This episode was edited by my brother, Alex Williams. Mecca.